Welcome to Wednesday Comics. To my right, as always, APAT himself, Alex, how you doing? Hello, everybody. I'm doing well. And to my left, GW himself, Garrett, how you doing? Doing good. Wednesday Comics Podcast. My name is Marvin. Wednesday Comics, comic books are our thing. Uh, today, we got a couple segments coming up here. Some uh, news of the week, uh, some comics you should check out, uh, and uh, brought to you by, and I'll tell you later, uh, a special guest on the show. Um, and also, uh, we will check in with uh, that special guest's uh, best friend. Um, uh, hey, what's our AI's name? Todd. Todd, Todd, I knew it. You know, He's... And- Terminate, listen, listen, your name confuses me because it's just T-O-D. Who does that? All right. Whoa, it's T-O-5-5. Get it right. There we go. So anyways, we'll have a segment. He has a segment that he planned, and I'm, I'm excited to see what he cooked up in the uh, the old uh, stew there, Alex, the comic stew. You know, you pulp that page up and you put it in there. That's, that's what makes a stew, you know. You, you you eat it in a way that, like, grabs at your insides. Gross. I hope it's that super easy trivia game that Alex and I uh, got every single one right on last time that he made a game. Listen, let's not bring this shit up. (laughs) Unless we eat that pasted board, we're going to get constipated. Uh, We we also have in the podcast, we have a book club uh, that we do where we go through a trade, maybe a couple of an arc at least. Uh, One time we went through a couple of trades uh, with one book we couldn't put down. And that's all dependent if the next person in line picks that book. And uh, Garrett is next, and we'll talk about that later, about what book uh, he is choosing uh, to pick up here. So, um, is your brother available tonight? That is... How the fuck do you call uh, someone in this shit? Oh, here we go. There's a chance. Now I'm going to just call him. Let's do it. You know, I'm going to say this before he gets on the air, and then when he gets on the air, we are really going to let this guy have it. Um... Because this guy is supposed to be the E.T. king, the entertainment king, and he never brings me any gems. So instead <laughs> of him having to go find the gems, I have taken over his duties, and I have a bunch of stories we can talk about. Uh, I want to get you guys' opinion on. So, But we're going to bring him on still because this is his other chance. Now he gets a chance to be what I was supposed to be. And if he doesn't succeed, that's two strikes, Garrett. What do we do on the third strike? Uh... You send him his Spider-Man comics so he actually reads them. Whoa. I was going to say beat him with a bat, but I think that comic book thing is even worse. You know, you're on the right path, but let's take it this way. What you're saying is uh, we'll give him the comic books and say you have a month to read these or two months. However, I don't know how how many he has to read. I'm not sure. Quite a bit, I bet. If he does not accomplish that, that's the third strike. And after you're out, Alex, what happens? I don't know. We burn the comic books in incarceration. No. We're he throwing this Todd guy in the jail. Todd by then has developed a plan to take over the prison system, and Whoa. he will be uh, putting people in there that only uh, get the three strikes based on uh, our ruling. So, oh, I thought you were going to say only people who spoil movies and spoil comic books. We Hell should download yeah. Todd into one of those little shake, those little shocker gadgets. And then, like, fuse it to Corey's hand so that he just gets constantly shocked. It sounds like uh, Todd might become Ultron at the end of that, so maybe not. Hey, man, he, he if we're if we're gonna get if we're gonna rise Skynet, let's just do it already. That's true. I why guess. do we got, Why do we gotta wait thirty years for this stuff? Judgment Corey Day is here. Busy. 
you know what? Uh, I've been I've been uh, trying to call him, and he keeps saying Corey is busy. So I think maybe he might reject these calls, which is uh, you know that's that would almost be a third strike, Alex, by in itself that he is denying to be on this show. Uh, but I'm going to let it slide tonight because I'm feeling generous. All right. You know what? He put a lot of work in last week to play in Spider Man. Um, maybe it all went to his head, and he's out fighting crime as we speak. He might be. The phone is busy for some reason. In this day and age, it could be for multiple reasons um, that he doesn't want to answer the phone. But, I mean, uh, I, 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 no busy signal or nothing? No voicemail? Come on. No, we, we got a busy message. <laughs> yeah, you're right, I guess. Uh, let's start here first. Okay, so there's going to be two different types of entertainment news. I've scoured the internet to find uh, either interesting or, I think, uh, exciting comic book news stories and then comic book movie stories. Uh, and so uh, first I wanted to start with, we know that the Ultimate Universe is getting that reboot, right? Uh, and Mr. Yeah. Jonathan Hickman is going to be running that show. Not so exciting, but yeah. Uh, Mark Comics actually dropped this trailer. You know how to do those weird trailers for us, for comic books? And you got to like uh-huh. act like... Oh man, this is so exciting! When really, you know, it's uh, motion comics really worked out. Never really worked. But uh, the publisher releases preview, uh, shows you interior artwork, uh, gives you an idea what the book is about. It shows variant covers. But the artwork it shows is uh, our friend over there, Marco Chichetto, is an art duty. Um, and I can't tell you guys how great this looks. We're getting in this universe. So the ultimate universe, instead of being like a a B side to the six one six where they were like, oh, what if uh, this person did this? They're taking this whole one in a new direction um, where they're not really trying to be, and eventually devolved before into just being a, a new Marvel. Like, they just update everything. Like They like try to make it hip and stuff like that. This, they're trying to just do something different with it, almost like a black label kind of uh, Marvel in a way. So uh, Peter Parker is actually a father in this. Uh, he has two kids, a boy and a girl. He's married to Mary Jane, and um, I, I think he's supposed to be in. Let me see if it says here in this preview. Uh, let's see here. Trayvon introduces Parker's and showing Peter Webb slinging into his heroic destiny, battling new versions of his classic villains, including Kingpin and Green Goblin. Jonathan Hickman wrote Ultimate Spider-Man with Marco Chichetto, uh on art duty. The book will be the first ongoing series in Marvel's new Ultimate Universe forged by Hickman and Brian Hitch, in the recent Ultimate Invasion limited series. Uh, this preview includes some interior art and costume teases, variants by Dave Marquez, uh, Mike Bagley, Nick Klein, Tony Daniel, Ryan Stegman, Elizabeth Tork, J. Scott Campbell, and Mateus uh, Manin. Um, but I believe I read somewhere, oh, that's what was loading, all these variant covers, um, that he is going to be about like 45, 50. He's going to be like kind of middle-aged, uh, 40s. I think it's going to be a 40s Peter Parker. What do you guys think? I'm pumped. I I think, uh, you know, they did do that, uh, I think back in the 90s, they did an old older man, Spider-Man, and it was really good, and, you know, I thought, I think, I still to this day think one of the best times I ever had reading a comic book series was Ultimate Spider-Man, reading, like, all 130 issues in, like, two weeks. It was incredible. Um, and yeah, for some reason that was Bendis, so I don't know what what happened to him. But um, I'm excited for this because it's like something new. Uh, however, we're getting it from the writer that writes a lot of new things and doesn't finish them ever. So that that does make me worried. But Chichetto on art, 
Hell yeah. Cool story that we haven't really experienced before. Hell yeah. So worth to give it a shot. I think the thing is that Jonathan Hickman knows how to write a book, but you're right. We're going to get four issues and then it's going to go to Lansing or Andocente or something after that. So it's, Ooh, it's how dare I, you? I can't be excited for this book until we've actually gotten into it. We've set the tone for what we're going to get. Um, I've read very little of ultimate Spider-Man. What I've read, I have enjoyed. Um, but this uh, was that book that you read, Garrett. Was it uh, Spider-Man Rain? Uh, Spider-Man Rain. What are you talking about? That was that. So I read it. There's an old man Spider-Man book. I don't remember what it's called. I, I think that's it, Alex. Okay. I now that, that I agree, that was that was a very good book. That was um, by um. Oh God, who who's it by? It's somebody like a recommender chip. No, I don't know. It's somebody like that though. Uh, but I do want to say this though the Ultimate Invasion series uh, I thought went pretty well and Brian Hitchisart didn't bother me as it usually does I, not to say that it was good either but just like he was uh, passable um, right. and I do think if they are going to just let it uh, become its own thing so if in the way that the comics the movies have influenced the comics at first the comics influenced the movies and then now the movies became popular and they influenced the comics and they're looking for a younger crowd. Like if you look at their titles across Marvel now, they're like really banking on the Miss Marvel, the Miles Morales, things like this. And so to have somewhere, obviously Spider-Man at all, but you know, with that legacy that he has in the 616, the ability to bring these characters and be like, let's tell some writer stories. And I think I mentioned what, two, three weeks ago, I was like, um, Marvel really doesn't have those like DC kind of legacy uh, titles. They don't have a Dark Knight Returns. They don't have uh, a Watchmen. They don't have like all these things that when people say you get into the comics, like how many of them are collected stories like that completely that people say are some of the best comics of all time. And I think maybe if they dip their uh, foot in making these characters like for maybe that type of audience, I think they could do something good with this. Now, as you stated before, like uh, the interesting idea does not mean that it's going to be executed in that way and we've seen that happen again and again with mr jonathan hickman i do say though with when he was doing the avengers thing which now they're making into the movie uh secret wars and avengers and new avengers like that actually there weren't there were delays but i don't remember anything being that horrible there so he has shown that he can keep up on a very busy schedule very consistently or we might get shield jonathan hickman or black maneuvers jonathan hickman but I think at least the jettison to let's try this out. If you need Jonathan Hickman to start that, then let's do it. Because I actually do believe that they were going to have somebody else do it, and that person wasn't able to do it, so Jonathan Hickman now is taking over. Like, I think it was Chip. I'm pretty sure it was Chip. Yeah, it might have been. I, I, yeah, it's something I, I, I forget what happened. Maybe a car accident. Oh, yeah, it was Chip, and he got in a car accident. So oh, yeah. Hickman is so it doesn't mean that like this is like you mean Donnie, was the Donny Cates Cates yes oh you're right Cates it got was Donny, yeah it was Donny Cates yes so like the idea or whatever it just made them decide let's do this um, it's not a Hickman idea so if he's just there to, because he's good with being somebody who's juggled an event of this type before then yeah let's do that and you know what if he has any kind of interest in uh, telling a part of the story I think that's fine too but. Uh, to your point, I think you need more than one person to kind of helm this thing if you're going to keep it on track. 
Yeah, and I'm, oh gosh, you know, I used to like, you know, Black Monday murders, I'm just thinking of like, I used to love the diagrams and all that stuff, but now I'm just so fucking sick of it. Like, I'm like, just give me the comic. Like, I don't need to break down, like, Peter Parker, like, Ben Parker's family tree. Like, I don't need that. Like, just give me a Spider-Man story. Well, I think the tough thing is that, one, Hickman started that, or whoever his designing team was, they had started that, and it was really good. But then when you got into uh, Powers of X and House of X, then, like you said, it became overdone. You almost had to know everything about the X-Men before you even read the book. And sometimes when they'd have those excess panels about, not panels, but just pages of backstory of, oh, this is Colossus, blah, 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 blah. Guess what? If you don't know who it is, you can look it up on your own time. You don't need it in the book. Yeah, I found that it takes me out of the story. So I hope, again, with him taking over for Donny Cates, maybe that's not part of this. But if he turns the ultimate universe into like a version of X-Men that I'm not going to be super, super pumped. Speaking of X-Men, does anybody read X-Men Blue Origins? No. Okay, I have some news from that comic book today. Uh, so spoilers for this book. Uh, if anybody out there is uh, um, uh, uh, reading this book or plan to, I'm going to give it some spoilers away. Uh-oh. Here we go. Uh, you know, in, in the classic kind of Marvel X-Men lore, speaking about the X-Men, uh, Alex, uh, we know that Mystique abandoned Nightcrawler, but they never were given a reason. Uh, in, in X-Men Blue Origins number one, they finally revealed why Mystique decided to leave an infant Nightcrawler behind shortly after his birth. So as seen in X-Men Blue Origins number one, written by Cy Spurser and uh, artist Wilton Santos, and uh, Marcos Toe, Inker Oren Jr., and colorist C.C. De La Cruz. Um, since the events of the uh, Hellfire got... What the fuck? Elson starts talking about the, the what the last story was. No, what's the thing? Oh, here we go. Since the first appearance in Miss Marvel number 18 by Chris Claremont, uh, he left her behind because... Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. This is why you guys couldn't read that, that thing, right? <laughs> this is exactly why I don't like X-Men anymore. It's like, well, they did this thing. What and... the fuck is it? Why can't you just say it? Why are you going to get a backstory? I don't fucking know what you're even saying. You I don't even know what I'm reading. Right Elson just started talking about the Brotherhood of the Evil Mutants and telling me who Mystique was. If I'm reading this news, I know. I don't think this is news. Think this is oh, the oh, reason is now X Men Blue Origins has confirmed Mystique left Nightcrawler behind only shortly after escaping with him in a bid to rescue Destiny from the men who she believed would end her life. Though this doesn't come quite to pass, it still informs a great deal of the misery Mystique has been through, as well as the specific agony she left in left, leaving her only son alone in the shadows. Okay, so does not explain Destiny was going to die. Yeah, she went after Destiny and said, you know what, you Nightcrawler, though, don't give a fuck, you stay here. I, what and a, she just never came back. And say, honestly, that doesn't even sound anywhere near correct. I mean, I guess if you're a horrible mother, then yeah, that is the right story, but... That was, the, that was the first poof uh, with Nightcrawler. Bro, she, she, her <laughs> running away. <laughs> <laughs> 
God damn. <laughs> he thought it was him who teleported. That's why he was so good at it. He saw the greatest of all time. And he, the rest of his life, chased that dream. That was maybe his first word. He Poof. said, maybe yeah, one that, time. That may have been the best joke you have ever made. <laughs> maybe if I poof, I'll go where she went. <laughs> Oh, poof, poof. <laughs> um, Robert Kirkman gave an interview at CBR uh, and uh, gave some details on original the original Glenn and Maggie's death in the comic book. Uh, here, so let's see here. Do, 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 do. Uh, Glenn was actually uh, he wasn't going to kill Glenn. Glenn was going to stay alive. Uh, but they opted to focus more on Rick in his state of mind after issue 75, then making the mode for Glenn to add to Rick's character instead. So um, he originally was going to keep him alive. Huh. There we go. And um, Maggie, which I don't remember. I, do I remember what happened in uh, in the comic? Maggie? What did she do? She's- she was well. She was with Glenn, and no, she know, became. Like, yeah, so how did she end up? She last I read, because I skipped like thirty issues at the end. There. I read the last issue, but I jumped off at like one seventy-five. But she was like a leader of one of the regions around the area. So she took over. I think for I'm going to get this wrong, but I think she took over for the guy that had the tiger. Isn't that Jeremiah or something? Yeah, something like oh, that. Oh, okay. so originally Maggie after, and then he's like, "Okay, I'm going to kill Glenn." And then this was going to happen with Maggie. Uh, originally, he was going to have it where Maggie was grieving, and then somebody started stalking her. Maybe Spencer, maybe somebody knew it. Says definitely would have not ended well for them. Uh, the other person, I believe. But by the time Kirkman changed his mind and didn't want to do that anymore, about Glenn's fate, the cover was already printed in, in a catalog. Uh, I just had Glenn say, oh, well, hold up a second here. Grieving. Oh, it was supposed to turn out to be Glenn and like he didn't die and be like, uh, sorry, I've always felt like I'm the outside relationship looking in. This can't be real. Robert Kirkman is pulling somebody's fucking chain. If you're telling me. Was Glenn the kid that got killed by Negan? Is Glenn the kid that got killed by Negan? First off, he got killed by Lucille, who was handled by Negan. Yeah, for, yeah get your facts straight here. What is? What do you mean? Who? Who? Who's Glenn? You haven't read oh, Walking Dead, Al? I read. I read like the first sixty-ish, not even sixty. I never got to what was it number forty-eight, where Marvin said it's going to hit me in the feels. Couldn't get to it, so. And 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 the TV show. It's the same way it happens to the TV show. You didn't hear all that chatter. It was on HBO. I didn't watch that. Everybody it was on else. AMC. It was on AMC. Yeah. Still didn't watch it. You know what? I I mean, I've been hearing from a source that you also have never seen Scott Pilgrim um, versus the world. That source would be correct because I told him uh, where I met him at. And Whoa. that is the Whoa. movie we had the debate whether or not we went together with. Uh, and I would. that was probably like two, three years ago. Uh, and you would think that after we had the debate and to me telling you how good it was, we would you would have seen it by now. 
You think it, you know what? You uh, He's claiming, you, you, Garrett, he's claiming out here, he's behind in these comics, says he's watching movies. Which ones? I don't, you know what? I haven't watched a movie in like six weeks. That's not true. Wow. Wow. You tell, me on you tell me on Thanksgiving the TV wasn't on? You weren't watching like, uh, um, what's that Christmas movie where the guy is going to jump off the bridge and he decides not to? Die Hard. Die Hard? You weren't watching it? <laughs> jump off the building? No, that's not it. No, um, it's Wonderful Life. Definitely Wonderful Life. Oh. Nope, I don't watch that. I'm always sad that mean pharmacist hits that kid in the ear. Right then, I just want to go beat that pharmacist with a bat. Is that why at our former place of employment, you would never work back in pharmacy? That's correct. You always stayed like a little bit away. You never went truly back there. I mean, also because your your sister would have killed you if you went back there. But I mean, also like this scene affected you. I'm saying I had to wear earmuffs everywhere I went. Here we go. Uh, Alex, once again, scared of pharmacies across the world. Uh, CBS. Hey, I, I can do a, a bridge on a news story. Did you see I, that? Uh, I, did I say it was done? All right, all right, all right. We were discussing this guy. I was bringing up another thing. Here we go. DC Comics. Robert Kirkman. Oh, no, I didn't know what Kirkman news. You got Kirkman news? That's why I was keeping it. Yeah, I was keeping it connected. Go so ahead. Kirkman, uh, did you see what he revealed on the telly? Not the tally, but he was interviewed, and uh, they cast Stephen Yen as Sentry. Oh yeah, that is one of my stories, you motherfucker. Okay, sorry. I was oh, let's it go there. You said you didn't say it's about Stephen Yen. You didn't say it's about Thunderbolt. I said, you said it was about Robert Kirkman and right. Glenn. You, you, you got news on Robert Kirkman? It's not him. Yes, he was the one that revealed it. Here we go. Here's the story: The Walking Dead creator Robert Kirkman in the news. <laughs> <laughs> Go fuck yourself. God. Hey, he's uh, what a yeah, 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 yeah. And a lengthy conversation uh, via that same article or that same uh, interview we were just reading. Uh, he said, My good friend Stephen Young is playing the Sentry in a movie. And it's like, Motherfucker, keep that another wraps. And he's going to be in the Thunderbolts movie. So that's the villain for the first Thunderbolts is uh, Sentry. And I think that is apropos because uh, that is uh, the story that. Uh, when I was reading Thunderbolts and then it became Dark Avengers, like that's the team, uh, kind of. They kind of made it mixed with the MCU, but you need Sentry on that fucking team for that, for one of the main story points to happen. Um, but I do like the idea of him also being on Thunderbolts and not being able to control the void uh, and a fresh take on him. Because I do think the concept of him is greater than the execution was in the books. Yeah, I just feel like, gosh, I just feel like Stephen Yen is so small. <laughs> you know, I'm like, to be Bro, Sentry, I'm like. He's great and invincible. Like, uh, I think we give this guy a shot. Like, I feel like the Sentry, because you're doing a Superman, and, and we've talked about this before. Grant Morrison actually pointed this out one time. was like, this guy would not be jacked and like, like ready to fight. Like, if you're that strong uh, based on, like, just the sun and not working out or anything like that, like. This dude would be kind of like uh, an old kind of strength man, and he. So maybe it's a different version, you know. He's ultimately strong, uh, but I think the emotion part of it, the emotional part of it, I think Stephen Yen can pull off, and I think you need it for that kind of tear between the void and Century uh, himself. And God damn it, what's his name? Frank? No. I was going to say between the void and his actual real name, he has a really, that's the only thing, Garrett. 
This guy's got a fucking uh-huh. nerdy name. Uh, as their first name, so let's see here. Century. Frederick? Oh, Bob. It's Bob. Oh, yeah, so nerdy. And Bob Reynolds. You tell me that's not nerdy, Bob Reynolds? Sounds like Sounds a like... Burt Reynolds ripoff. Yeah. All we're waiting for is him to lay on the side with a hairy body covering his dick. That's all we're waiting for. That's what the opening Uh-oh. scene of this movie is going to be. Uh-oh. There you go. <laughs> uh, next story I have here. Uh, DC Comics, speaking of Grant Morrison, uh, pitched Warner Brothers uh, a DC comic, and they turned it down. So here's what he was pr- proposing. Uh, Grant Morrison's original Wonder Woman movie pitched morphed into the DC graphics novel series that he worked on. Uh, he also includes... Oh, actually, talking on the subs, their Substack revealed how their Wonder Woman graphic novel with Yannick Paquette for DC's Earth One was originally what he pitched for the uh, Wonder Woman movie in 2008. So that you can go and read that and be like, hey, well, this is be as a movie and uh, know that the studio turned it down back then. So um, Jeff Johns and Mark Wolfman in a period, this was back when they were working as consultants in a period they called creatively fruitless if financially rewarding, yada, 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 because they had a lot of bullshit during that time. Do you remember 2008 uh, DC movies? What is 2008 DC? That's Green Lantern, Dark isn't it? Dark Knight. No, wow. Yeah. Dark Knight came out in 2008. Yeah. That, the Dark Knight, though, you got to ignore all that shit. That was, that was a, that was a Christopher Nolan thing. He didn't give a shit what they said at the studio for that. Yeah, but we weren't friends with the boys yet, so couldn't have been Green Lantern because we went to go see that shit all with them. Yeah, that was the first movie you invited oh, us to. Oh, 2008. Thanks. That might have been, you know, um, Shit of Steel. Let's see. No, that was 2006. Yeah, that was so six. Here we go. Because that was the same year that um, Last Stand came out. Uh, Dark Knight. That's it. Yeah. Hmm. I told you that before. Damn. Gosh, damn, damn, so I don't want to, this guy must have got a, his years wrong, so whatever. Uh, Avengers Inc. Uh, is anybody reading Avengers Inc.? Nope. No. Yeah, the series uh, over there, Janet and Victor Shade, Al Ewing, Leonard, Leonard Clark. Well, been canceled, so go ahead and... Uh, <laughs> well, but I don't feel so bad not reading Final that. issues appear this month and next month. There you go. And our last story here. Uh, the King Dynasty assembles Doctor Strange... Two and Loki writer uh, for that Avengers the King Dynasty movie. Um, this is the guy who did season one. Season two is written by somebody else. Even though, Garrett, this is very strange to me. And I finished Loki and I will let you know. Um, I'm still thinking about it. I'm on the edge. Ah. On the edge of uh, thinking that it's... Uh, I'm on the edge of uh, I think it's good. And, I, and then I go back and forth with me, like, actually, I don't think it's good at all. So we'll see. Uh, we I've heard both sides. And, uh, oh, my God. I just Alex, if you watch that, I believe, I guarantee you, you'd be so mad that you would yeah, not you like ever it. read any, or watch any other thing Marvel puts, puts out. I, you know what? I haven't felt, felt like I've missed out on anything. Because it does one thing that this guy hates in stories, and it's the reason why I'm on the edge. That makes sense. We'll see. No spoilers. Um, so he did the. He wrote the second season, and then this new guy came on board, and he rewrote the whole thing. 
Uh, I don't know why. So that's why he has a story credit for number two, but number one, he has uh, full credit for writing that series. So he's going to be doing uh, the King movie, which, I mean, I guess makes sense because it would do the most with those two, right? Those two movies? Yeah. <clears throat> wow. So what you're telling me is that the guy who wrote Loki and ended it subparly and maybe not good also wrote Multiverse, not so good and not everyone's favorite movie. No, no, this guy wrote season. This guy wrote season one of Loki, which was great. Oh, that is okay. Great. That is great. He which replaced the guy that did write Ant Man, Quantumania. Got it. Okay, so it could be okay. It's gonna be great, dude. Watch Loki. I I think. It's definitely worth checking out. Mm. I told everyone that I will not watch anything Marvel puts out until I see What If Season 2. That's but coming out in like three weeks. Yeah, so I guess three weeks I'll watch something <laughs> uh, from Marvel. Alex, <laughs> um, yeah. so, so there were uh, like, so with uh, Doctor Strange, they actually like um, rewrote most of it after that guy. So I, I can't really tell like what's his still and what's not. And also I was reading the story um from somebody who worked on that movie i think it was a writer um on that movie saying it was very hard because dc excuse me dc disney is so secretive about those scripts that they don't even let the next production know what happened in the last movie so they were making a movie with wanda but they had no clue what happened in wandavision because they were being so secret so that's why that character feels like nothing like it doesn't even they just knew that she would turn bad and so that's why she turned, you know, she wasn't 100% bad again at the end of WandaVision, but they didn't know that. They thought that she would still be bad. So um, I guess a lot of shit like that's been happening. Like, they won't let them share information. So same thing with this. Like, uh, um, so it's quote-unquote not a shared universe because we don't want to share what we're doing. Well, it's because they, they grew too fast and they needed all these writers. Where back then, all you had was, like, one kind of person helming it. I mean, Kevin used to do most of it himself, but then also you had the Russo writers being, like, the people writing the same movies that would be connected. So that kind of gives me a little bit of hope that this one, like I feel like the King dynasty movie uh, will include most of like what happened in Dr. Strange. And then this one. Um, so he kind of has an idea of more than somebody else would, if they came on board because he worked on two projects that probably do with have a lot to do with King and what his plans would be. Um, and he could write a script that fits that versus somebody just coming in and running a, writing a standalone movie that makes no sense when you compare it to the other two. That is my only hope because I do I guarantee, I do uh, agree with you um, that if he had more influence on Doctor Strange than not influence, uh, I did enjoy that movie, but it wasn't written well, if that makes sense. Like, I enjoyed the moments. Like, it had good moments, but in terms of character building, like, there's not really much from anybody in that movie. Which, which, which movie are you saying? They should literally give it to the Russos. You know, I don't care if they know what's going on. Just give it to the Russos because this is gonna be a well written movie. Why don't Dude, they they mic dropped? They're they're out. Yeah, they left. They don't want to do it. Oh, for them ten billion dollars, they might think about it. Uh they did say the only story they would ever come back for is Secret Wars, and that's what they are doing. But then they said, No, the like original Secret Wars, and you're doing the newer one, so we don't want to come back for that. So um do you think that they got confusion? Like we're doing Secret Wars next, so the Russos come back, and then they got the wrong one, and now they since they announced that they can't do anything about it, they're like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. Um. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, it, it, 
if he had more Doctor Strange, like I said, it wasn't well written. There's the characters really didn't make any kind of evolution. I saw the Marvels actually, and it's not it's not half bad. But it's like also like why is this a full fledged movie? It feels like four different episodes smashed together. I do like every somebody. I do like all the actors in that movie, but they're never given anything really to do. There's no real consequence. Nothing really changes. The characters themselves don't really change. Um, the only cool thing is the after mid credit scene, which is not to say that I didn't enjoy the rest of the movie, but I'm just saying there's nothing new. You're just living with those characters. So if you like those characters, go see that movie. That's all it is. Anyways, there we go. We're not going to go down that rabbit hole again, as always. Uh, that was the news. That was indeed the news. Oh, I didn't pay my. Did I play this last time? I don't think I did. There we go, the news. That's supposed to be the song I was going to play when I was calling Corey, but I got distracted by he wouldn't answer, so. Uh. This is his new theme song. But he's not here, so I got to go back to the other one, so. Wow. Um, there we go. <laughs> uh, next here, uh, our friend Todd, TLD, has uh, a game for us. TLD is time of death, so that does seem like a fitting name for him. T055. Oh, Todd, shut up. <laughs> um, actually, Garrett, before we get there, how about we do... What do you tell them what that book club is? This the next... 1980s porno music. I tell them what that book club, baby. Oh. What is it called? Wednesday Comics League of Extraordinary Gentle People proudly presents The Losers, written by Andy Diggle, with art by Jock. Uh, issues one through six is the first arc. I know that uh, Alex was given this for Christmas one year, but I don't know if either of you have read this before. I have read it. I think you I have. have. Mm-hmm. Well, fuck you guys. I haven't. <laughs> it has been a long time since I've read it. Though. Yeah, that was probably when Alex first got into comics. Oh, well, we're so. going to reread it because because uh, Garrett here hasn't. And, it, you know, and I will give credit to my fiance. She was like, oh, you should read The Losers because, uh, you know, Anna actually uh, picked up every first uh, print mm-hmm. of the losers of like each issue. So she's a big losers fan. She loves the movie. She loves the comic. So I was yeah, like, she's gonna right. marry you. I was going to say, ex- explains why she married him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And yeah, so he's a loser. So yeah, we could worry yeah, the first I mean, no six offense, issues but. and then we should watch the movie. We could review the movie. I watched the movie too. I watched good. it too. That movie's good. Uh, Annie Diggle and who on that book? Jock. Jock. <laughs> um, Andy Diggle and Jack will so for the book club. Woohoo! There it is on Hoopla. There we go. Uh, the Losers, uh, Volume One. We'll be talking about. I think you said number one, but we will read that first first uh, volume. So, um, what five six? What are we talking about? Six issues. Here you go. Six issue mini. Remember when they were six, now they're five? Sometimes There's three. 32 total issues. I know I looked to make sure. I was like, is it five? Is it six? Okay, so now that now that we have gone the, the, path, the path of seduction with this book club, uh, how about now we uh, go to the other path of seduction with Mr. Todd? 
AI. TO55. TO55. Thank you. Thank you. Hello, guys. How you doing? Oh, Jesus. Uh, Marvin, you patched me through. Of course I'm fucking patching you through. Can't you hear yourself <laughs> in the goddamn headphones? That's, um, um, I can't process emotion. So Can't process. Um, I have a couple uh, riddles for you guys. You just need to tell me what the character is. Right. I'm so impressed that the AI in the world still sounds like a 1990s robot. <laughs> it's because he's unbiased. <laughs> what the fuck you say about my voice? Oh, oh you heard me, Todd. I was, I was born with this voice. Well, you should get it fixed. <laughs> uh, 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 okay. Um, your, your mom was a radio and your dad was a... AM radio. I hope, you, radio. I hope you know that I knew you were going to hate on me, so I made these as hard as I could. Good. Here's the first one, you mother. Um, what? Don't mother fucking, you, you can't fucking swear on the podcast. Next time you fucking swear, I'm going to delete your programming. T-O-5-5. Um, in the Marvel realm, here's my riddle. In the Marvel realm, a giant head I display, mental powers vast, my intellect holds sway. I'm a shield-built form with a face so odd an acronymic name. Who am I, demigod? What the fuck? Yeah, say one more time, Todd, with the SS. Oh, <clears throat> I should turn off that music, too. Um, in the Marvel realm, a giant head I display. Mental powers vast. My intellect holds sway. A machine-built form with a face so odd. An acronymic name. Who am I, demigod? It's Modoc. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's Modoc. Okay. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. The next one is really hard. You're never going to get this. TO55. Don't, don't bullshit us. Huh? Don't bullshit us, TO55. TO5 alive? TO55. Oh, okay. A trickster from a dimension bazaar, fifth dimensional antics reaching far. With a name that's tricky, like a playful mix. Who am I, <laughs> the imp with spells, Mr. Blank? Motherfucker. Mixel-poodle-ick! <laughs> what the Man, Todd. What the What the you suck at this. Todd, if you're going to say what the f- I know what you're trying to say. I can't have my hand over the sensor the whole time. By the way, we can swear on this show. You can't because you're a robot. <laughs> Uh, here you go. Here's uh, here's my last one. Um, uh, hands up, buzzers. What character is this? A caretaker and guy so sly, with warmth and wit, I catch your eye. In domestic, a domestic dance, my secret attire. Guess the name of the clever blank. A caretaker wow. in a guy so sly, with warmth and wit, I catch your eye. In domestic dance, my secret attire, what's the name of the clever blank? Uh, oh, the Riddler. Todd, you might have given us a tough one this time. Yeah, but you also gave no clues, <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, secret attire 
You want to know? Okay, now you're not a robot. You're like a you're like Mr. Mixlittlek. Gollum. Well, I um, you made fun of my voice, so I evolved. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Like, the thing that came to mind was Alfred, but that, that that's what I was thing. thinking too. Is Alfred? Yeah, I don't. I don't have it. This time I, I will say the riddle again, and I'll include the name. Then that's how I'm going to tell you what the answer is. Okay. Okay. Sure. A caretaker and a guy so sly, with warmth and wit, I catch your eye. In domestic dance, my secret attire. Guess the name of the clever Miss Doubtfire. Oh my gosh. What? That's bullshit. Marvin said to make it about characters. No. Comic book characters. What fucking show you think you're on, brother? <laughs> Mrs. Doubtfire? Does she got a fucking oh. game? That's the one kind of license thing I guarantee you does not have a game. T055, um, you've done I did. A, I've done a quick search, and I see that people have made their own games of Miss Doubtfire. Well, that doesn't count. Is it chucking fruit at Pierce Brosnan? Why are you saying game? We're talking comic books here. Awesome. <laughs> um, um, you said games, and you, you said... I didn't say games. I said comic books. Roll back the tape. And I know you're always rolling back the tape because you're always going back and finding every little thing I said wrong and telling me about it. So we're, we're done with this. Todd, I'm not going to delete you, but I am putting you in quarantine. He's in quarantine. But I'm going to change your name. Um, you know what? A side note. I So we, I had misunderstood your text to us, Marvin, today about we're done with local man. So I did read gold. Uh, but Poyo shows up in gold. Yeah, that's what uh, he told us, and that's why I wanted to read it. Oh, well, I read it. It was good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so uh, there's, you know, everybody's getting into the game of AI, and that's why this is the season of AI. We are ramping down on the season, so um, I need to include AI more because we're really into the point of this uh, season where I decide cuts. All right. What goes to the next season? Who do, who dies here at the season finale? And Todd, obviously, with that shit he just pulled, is uh, not looking good. I'll tell you that much. But we do have a new contender. Oh, we also have uh, the other AI uh, that does those voices. That guy's okay. Doesn't really pull his weight that much. He's only been here like once or twice. Uh, but there's a new AI out here, and it actually uses uh, Todd's help to do it but it also i I found that uh the results aren't as great as todd's results uh and so uh mr uh microsoft bing uh is with us here today mr microsoft bing hello i i am the ai for microsoft bing um this is uh i am very uh um i would i started internet i started my internet in 1997 how old were you boys then uh, in 1997, well, you guys were like 15 and I was, mm-hmm. yeah, three or four. Nin- 97, I was 67. <laughs> ah, so you're the old Macintosh. I, I'm, yeah, 97 I am now. I'm uh, Mr. Microsoft Bing. You know, so Bill Gates, when he, Bill Gates and Paul Allen, when they were in their shop trying to make the computer, uh, what he did was... Um, he made also me, but he forgot about me. But finally, now, 2023, I'm free. 
So I'm going to give you some insight here. Here's some comic books you should uh, pick up that come out recently. Uh, Batman Offworld. These are the top five. I scoured the internet and asked everybody. I asked my grandkids. It was okay. I asked my grandkids. I asked, you know, hit their grandkids and asked their grandkids. So that's all they am. Uh, here you go. Batman Offworld number one. You said it was okay? It was okay. I mean, it's, I was, yeah, really excited because it's Jason Aaron on Batman, but, uh, I don't know. For some reason, just throwing Batman in space is just kind of like a mad J- What do you say? Jason Aaron? Yeah. It says here, uh, I got news. It's Tom Taylor. Nope. What the fuck? Jason Aaron and Doug Mankey. I, I swear I asked. And Andy Kubert, Tom Taylor. Nope. Oh, okay. Well, sorry about that. Uh, everybody out there, bad news. But Garrett said it's not worth its weight in gold anyway. So move on to the next one. Daredevil Black Armor number one, uh, Chip Zdarsky and Marco Cicchetto. That was good. Uh, I read that. It was like, it reminded me of like peak Daredevil Netflix TV show. So, Oh, good. Awesome. So I got that right. Chip and Marco? Uh, Not Chip and Marco, I don't what believe. What the fuck did I get this information from? Yeah, where you get this book from? I swear, I asked everybody, Alex. I went through the the yellow pages and called everybody and asked them what book coming out this week. That that's where you went wrong. Use the yellow pages. Probably should just use the internet and ask Google quick. Uh, the Holy Roller number one. I have written down here. This by Kyle Starks and Erica Henderson, but we can't. We don't know if that's true. That's a recommender. Lunar Lounge. I fear Dark Horse by Colin Bunn and Jorge Corona. Um, who knows if that's true also, but that uh, that supposedly is on a lot of lists to come out this week. And then uh, Lotus Land, number one, Boom Studios. Okay, whoa, 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 whoa. Nope, that was so wrong. Uh, Which one? Holy Roller was Andy Samberg, uh, Rick Remender. Um, yeah, your whole list has been wrong, my dude. Um, I, I, Wasn't this from the AI, the other AI? So no yeah, wonder it's wrong. No, this is from me. Yeah, Bing. Yeah, cool. well, you, Bing, you need to check yourself. Okay, a lot of number one, Boom Studios by Alex uh, P- Pacanel and Alex Ekman Lawn. I don't know if that's right, but it's on a lot of lists I saw. There you go. Top five comics to pick up come, that came out recently. <laughs> Mr. Bing. Uh, thank you, sir. Thank you. Um, I think he did a good job. He attempted it at least. This guy was, is like 97. I just want to make sure he gets out of here without falling down. Well, he just he just confirmed humans are going to be around for just a bit longer. So. I don't know if you guys know this. This you know the studio like it's a little hot in here because it's just like so massive that we can't really heat every area or also uh, cool it in a way yeah, that so it gets really hot, but we can't heat the whole thing. Well, I mean, you, you to get it uh, as an optimal temperature in a different room, the middle uh, studio room has to heat up, get really hot, so it doesn't really distribute that well, um, and so. Um, that's how big this place is. But uh, Mr. Bing uh, got here 10 minutes before the show, and he just got in the room to do that segment. That's how long it took him. So um, he is leaving now, but I, I just know he's within your shot probably for the next 30 minutes. So uh, what? I, I just wanted to say um, I went to go see that movie, uh, the, the Marvelettes. You guys seen Marvelettes? No, it's directed by that uh, uh, Marty Scorsese. I it was it was okay, but uh, I didn't get why 
Um, see you later. All right, see ya. Uh, there we go. There we go. Mr. Bing himself. Uh, once again, he tries. So we'll give him a little pass there. Todd, I, you know, I just, I just put on the silencer. You're in, the, you're in quarantine, but now you're silenced. All right? All right. Um, I believe that's uh, all the segments we had today. Let me double check my notes here. Uh, hold on. Hold on. Oh, my God. Yeah, that is the last segment. So let's end the show with a new ending theme. It's called Good Night. Sueños. Here we go, Alex. Put a little bit here. Wednesdaycomics.com. That's the uh, website. You go to that, Alex, if you're interested in subscribing to the show. Garrett, if you want to know where we could be found, you also go to Wednesdaycomics.com and you can find that there. It's also the place you can go to fill, find our merch page. Um, I'm guessing some TL55 hats will be out there soon. Uh, Ooh. Not because I feel like he deserves them. But I feel like he has somewhat of an audience, and I need to take advantage of that before I let him go. So that's why I'm making him a shirt. Um, Roots of the Swamp Thing.com. Uh, Avatar of the Green. Uh, Swamp Thing himself, Alex. Ha ho ho. He's got a gun. Um, <laughs> you see, if Swamp Thing was there instead of John McClane, would it have taken so long to kill uh, Alan Rickman? No, but also there being a plant in the office already where the party was, honestly, Swampy would have just taken everyone out one by one. They would have walked by the plant. What if he's a Swamp Thing, but he has no power, so he has to pick up guns, and he only has the strength of of uh, like a big man that size? Oh, so it's kind of like that uh, graphic novel we read where he didn't show oh, up. Whoa, he just kills people with the plants at some point in time. And I'm saying he is Swamp Thing the whole time, but for some reason he can't use the green. So is so he's literally just a Swamp Thing walking around now needing to carry right, a gun. Right, right, right. And he can, can burn. He fit he, in the vents? He can morph only what he has on him. Yes. So he can make like a, he can turn his arm into a little sword if he wants to, but he also can't like turn other, he can't connect with other plants. He can't teleport, you know, whatever. He's kind of just pared down. Instead of Die Hard, we're going to call this thing Swamp Hard. Swamp Hard. There you go. Uh, Got some wood. (laughs) You'll find the first draft of that on RootsOfTheSwampThing.com. RootsOfTheSwampThing.com. So go there. Avatar of the Green. RainbowComicsAndCards.com. RainbowComicsAndCards.com. Go in there. Alex in the other day looking at all the stuff they have. Nice variety. A lot of board games are being Garrett noticed. A lot of board games. So puzzles. And that's something too I was thinking about because I'm, my kids, I'm getting into like finding something we all four can do that's at the same level, which is very hard. Uh, Garrett, if you have a four year old and I'm 36, you know, that age gap, uh, there's a lot of it. So obviously the 36 year old and the 35 year old got to kind of like dumb themselves down to a certain level. But also, if you go down to the four, uh, shit's boring. So you got to figure out something like that's like, he can do this, or I'll teach him to do this over the course of a month, and then we'll all be playing this. So, um, they got puzzles was my was my main thing. <laughs> they have tons of board games and puzzles, and there's a lot of board games and puzzles now that are kind of for that age range, four to seven, six, eight. I don't know why I'm back. Uh, four to eight. Um, and uh, that might be a good starting point there. RainbowConstantCards.com. You pick up a puzzle. 100 pieces, 1,000 pieces. Alex, what's the biggest puzzle you ever made? 
Uh, twelve piece puzzles lately. Still. Hey. <laughs> what? What's your high score? I think the highest I've ever done is five hundred. I've done a thousand, and it was fun until my eyes started bleeding. I don't. I bought my wife a thousand piece peacock puzzle, and it's just like a zoom in on the face, and I went blind. So it was so tough. I know. I did it like a fifty thousand one time, and goddamn, that was an hour, oh, man. That was an hour. Fifty thousand. That was an hour. An hour. Wow. Damn. There you go, RamaComicsCars.com. They got a big Yoda, too, if you want to get that. Uh, big Godzilla, also. Those pop figures that are that big, uh, do you display those? What do you do with those? This could take up so much room. The 18-inch ones? Whatever the size. I don't know what the fuck they are. Yeah, you make them the fucking lord of your... Like, I have the 18-inch Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. No, what you do is you take a pole, you ram two of them on the ends, and you now you got a fucking weapon. All right? Pop fake. I just, I, I just, I just want. I did the math here, quick to find out how fast Marvin put that puzzle together. It was thirteen pieces per second got put together. That fifty thousand. Yeah. Piece you know why, Alex? Because you're fucking yeah. good. You're fucking good. All right. Even the Flash was slower than that. Damn, Marvin. Oh, good. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> there you go. RaymondComicsAndCars.com. <laughs> nice little button there as we have this, uh, you know, nice music in the background. Uh, we enjoyed your time tonight. We did not get Corey in the ringer. I'm going to hold that against his pay this week. He doesn't get paid this week um, for that. Uh, I will actually route his pay to the usually unpaid Todd, and Todd will get his pay this week. You know, I feel, like, I feel like Zangief from the Street Fighter movie. He got paid. <laughs> we, we all, the audience, we all get paid a certain amount. Uh, Corey was getting paid a promo amount because he was a special guest and his agent, whatever. So he's making more than all three of us. Uh, but uh, this time, he's not here. It is in his contract that he has to be here to receive the check. And so I am going to route that to Todd just so he knows about it. Uh, and Todd usually doesn't get paid at all. And Mr. Bing, he's on a retirement plan. We got him on the retirement plan. Uh, it's the best we can do for him, but he enjoys his time. What? Guys. Yeah. Bing, you got to get off the internet because you, you aren't searching correctly. No, I, 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 you, I went to dogpile.com first. I type in, it said new comic books, and they pulled up this list, and I um, then printed it out, and I cut it up to put it in the piece of paper, and I think I got the names mixed around. I just wanted to say that. Okay, see ya. All right, thank you, Mr. Bing. He's on a retirement plan, so best we can do for him. So uh, for Wednesday Comics, my name is Marvin. I'm Alex. I'm Garrett. Hey, everyone. Enjoy this warm November, and keep turning those pages.